Welcome back to Piper Court with Matthew. Welcome back to Piper Court, the area on the northwest side of Canton, Ohio, that helped to shape me and mold me and sometimes hurt me and most of the time provide me with a springboard, a stage to chart who I would become and and really who I wanted to be. And on a day like today on Piper Court, it would have been a perfect day for me to uh, steal my sister's room because she had a great view out onto Piper Court. And even though my brother and I shared the attic of our home on Piper Court, I would sometimes steal her room if she wasn't there because her window looked out onto Piper Court and she had a great record player and I would bring a couple of albums down. And on a day like today that is overcast and chilly, it's hard to believe that at this space and time in April where spring should be blooming, we're still really kind of hovering around winter. This would have been the day where I would have put on maybe Genesis, a trick of the tail, and stretched out on her bed and looked out the window and gazed up and down to Piper Court at the few cars that would sometimes traverse back and forth, but really at the the trees that lined the houses across the street and uh, the bare trees that would hopefully soon give way to spring. And it's a day like today that, uh, that I remember about living on Piper Court and growing up on Piper Court. I don't know if you feel this way sometimes, but I, I sometimes feel overwhelmed by the technology. The technology, really, that has come to shape me as a broadcaster and has come to help shape my career and that has helped mold me as a content creator. And in a strange catch 22, I sometimes feel shackled by the technology And not so much in terms of what I do for a living, but in terms of how I utilize it on a personal basis, almost as if it moves entirely too fast, as if I were standing on a street corner and streams of traffic were going by in all directions at a very high rate and a camera were filming it, and the whole process were sped up, and everything in the viewfinder were sped up. Clouds moving across the sky, cars, trucks, uh, moving at high rates of speed in all directions, uh, colors blurring together because it's moving so quickly. And the only thing not moving in the picture was me, or maybe you, standing on the corner, watching all of this go by. And there are those times, and they sometimes happen at very inopportune times. 
um, where it almost seems overwhelming. And the inclination is to fight even more strongly against it. We're often asked in our world and in our life to reinvent ourselves. And at my age, at almost 58 years of age, there have been a couple of times throughout my career where I've had to go through a period of reinvention. And we certainly have learned of others who have say they've lost their job or they've decided to leave a job because maybe they're unhappy or maybe they're going in quest of, of more financial gain. And they know that they need new skills, so they have to reinvent themselves. So in this quest to reinvent ourselves, we have to learn the technology and we not only have to confront the technology, but we have to disavow any fear that we have about the technology. And all of the platforms available to us tell us and teach us that the technology is much more simple than we would imagine it to be. I mean, dozens of YouTube tutorials will tell us how to load an app onto our phone or will teach us how to upload a picture to Instagram or will share with us information vital to assist us in creating a profile on LinkedIn so that we can go through a job search. So we're constantly confronted with the technology and work with the technology to coexist with the technology. But it's almost as if at first we're running side by side with the technology, as if someone asks you to go for a jog. And all of a sudden the person you're jogging with just happens to be an Olympian. And the pace starts to speed up and you start to speed up and you think to yourself, wow, we're going a little faster than I thought, but okay, I can keep up with that. And as soon as you realize that the pace is beginning to quicken even more, you realize that maybe you can't keep up with the person that you're jogging with. And it almost seems like it gets to the point where you want to take a seat on the bench on the running path and let the person you're jogging with go by themselves. And I've often thought that this reaction to the technology was a failure on my part. And maybe you felt this way too. This being overwhelmed and absorbed by the things around us that seem to move too quickly. 
And in our quest to try to keep up, we now think to ourselves that perhaps we failed. And I've begun to take a little bit of a different mind frame about this, or at least I've been trying to take a little bit of a different mind frame about this. And maybe it's something that you might want to experiment with as well. That instead of thinking that I'm taking a seat on the bench on the running path because I can't keep up, I sometimes think that I'm taking a seat on the bench on the path because I want to not keep up, at least in that instant. So that rather than letting the technology win, just for that brief amount of time, I look at it as a win for me. And I'm hesitant to gaze at really any issue as a winning and losing affair. But I do think that this absorption we feel about not only the technology itself, but the inclination to keep up with it is exhausting. And it can be exhausting. Um, And not just a physical exhaustion, but a spiritual and, and emotional exhaustion. I have a habit over weekends lately, probably for the last six months or so, uh, to have a cup of coffee in the afternoon at a coffee shop. I'm a big fan of coffee shops. And um, since I'm also a fan of craft beer, uh, and my wife doesn't really drink beer, um, a cup of coffee Uh, is something we can share. Now, she's also not a coffee drinker, but she will drink hot chocolate or something else. And she tends to like uh, sitting in a coffee shop for a little while too. And so when we visit these uh, coffee shops, and it doesn't even have to be for an extended period of time, it can be really for, you know, a half hour at the most. Um, I I sit and I look and I watch uh, in between our conversation and Uh, People are like me. They're completely dominated by their devices. And one of the rules that we sort of created for ourselves in this coffee shop scenario is that we're not allowed to take our phones into the coffee shop. And this started after one of the early coffee shop visits where my wife was having problems uh, getting Wi-Fi and putting the Wi-Fi digits into her phone. And in that span of that coffee shop visit, more than half the time of our visit was spent trying to get her to get the right Wi-Fi connection. And when she finally made the Wi-Fi connection, I remarked, you know, that took a lot of time. And she said, I know that took a lot of time. And 
I said, you know, I think that maybe we ought to enact this rule that maybe when we go to our coffee shop visit that we not take our phone because the whole purpose of this visit was in my mind and not, I wasn't creating this for her. I didn't mean to, 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 you know, I was going to create this event for her. I mean, she could go to the coffee shop with me for her own reasons, but for my reason, it was to win over technology, if only for a half an hour. And so she agreed with me. And so that's our small victory over it. Because once the half hour, 45 minute coffee shop experience is over, and we're in the middle of all the technology, because everybody in the coffee shop is either sitting in front of a laptop or uh, an iPad or their phone. And there isn't, there's very few people that are actually engaged in dialogue. Their heads are pointed down and they're engaged with their devices. They're enjoying their beverage and they're absorbed in the technology. But my quest was to win if only for that half hour. And it felt good not to look at my phone. It felt good not to check Facebook or Twitter or wonder how my team was doing or if someone had responded to my email. So if there was any winning or losing for that 45 minutes. I felt a small victory. And if you feel, uh, I guess, immersed so much so that the water's creeping up to your chin and moving up below your lower lip and you feel like maybe like you're drowning in this technology that we all supposedly love so much. Maybe you find your own temporary out from the technology, if only just for a little while, so that you can take a breath and maybe not be so absorbed by it. And who knows, you might also enjoy a really, really good cup of coffee. You can subscribe to the Piper Court podcast if you don't already do so. Uh, it should be on iTunes soon. I believe it should be on, I believe it's already on Stitcher. And it's available on the TuneIn app. And... Uh, soon uh, should be uh, also available on a Google Plus. So until next time, I'll see you around on Piper Court.